Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. James Bond is coming back to the big screen in cinemas in the UK, and we're hoping to go to every one of the 25 films. Join us as we celebrate the 60th anniversary of our favourite British agents by watching them all in order. We hope you guys are watching them too, so please let us know your thoughts. You can find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, and our podcast is available on iTunes and Spotify, as well as video episodes on YouTube. Simply search for Really 007 Pod. The second James Bond adventure is a truly classic espionage thriller in which Bond goes on the Orient Express from Istanbul, featuring an amazing array of characters, including Red Grant and Rosa Klebb. This is From Russia with Love. Only the second James Bond thriller could be more exciting than the first. Kilenko. So he's back. Another Bulgarian they use as a killer. Take a look. You should remember him. This man kills for pleasure. James Bond, that notorious, amazing Dr. No secret agent is back. And half the world is out to kill him. As he fits his murderous talents against the Iron Curtain and its velvet women. Well, I'll tell you something, Coltoni. You're one of the most beautiful girls I've ever seen. I think my mouth is too big. No, it's the right size. For me, that is. From Russia with love comes Tatiana, bait for the trap. From the four corners of the world come the men and women who play a deadly, dangerous game of espionage. Do not be alarmed, my friend. We will make you as comfortable as possible. Ali Kerim Bey, head of Station T, Turkey. Karazno Gramsky, codename Grant. Chief executioner of Spectre. My orders are to kill you and deliver the lector. Oh, I do. It's my business. M of British Secret Service. 
the woman called Rosa Kleb playing a double, double cross. Kleb. Romano, the door. Romano! with love. They dance for him. They yearn for him. They die for him. From Zagreb to Sofia, from Venice to Istanbul, from Paris to London, Agent 007 cuts an inimitable path through the palaces and boudoirs of espionage. James, you're hurting me. I'll be worse than that if you don't tell me. I'm doing this under orders I know. What are they? Even if you kill me, I can say nothing. You're trapped, Mr. Bond. You cannot escape. Right, we're here again, two weeks on the trot, but... This time, Chris, well, Chris was, you were here for Dr. No, yeah. so actually, in fact, first of all, Chris, quick thoughts on Dr. No on, on the big screen. My expectations were quite high, and it completely sort of destroyed them. I was sat with a smile on my face through the entire film. It was amazing. I said, I, I, it was, not only is the transfer fantastic, you know, the, the colours are so vibrant, but, you know, when you see scenes like the bit on Crab, with, the, with yeah. the, the the dragon to see it you know the the the, the lighting is just as it should be it should be dark and i think yeah, some transfers yeah, i've yeah. seen it looks quite obvious that that's a tank and not a dragon so therefore you, yeah, you yeah. think they must be stupid right but to see it where it's actually the right kind of you yeah. know contrast and level of lighting and you know just sort of made it actually it's believable now yeah uh, and just goes to show the importance of you know good you know good quality yeah. you know, visuals and transfers and, you know. uh, but yes I absolutely loved it it was amazing Connery is my, my life you know what a star <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just every, every scene he's in he's amazing Ken Adams production everything fantastic absolutely loved it so coming to see this it's interesting because because Doctor Now has gone up my list the more and more I watch it yeah. it yeah. jumps up my list uh, but from which we love was before we started this podcast, which probably I thought was the best Bond film. Certainly Connery's best, and what, certainly one of my favourites as well. So it could only go down then. Well, no, it, <laughs> no, so, no it yeah, seems harsh. It's always, it? it's always yeah. been kind of like top five. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, we did the lengthy review on that, uh, which I probably will re- Short now, revisit. Short well, now, yeah. recent. Which I'll probably yeah. revisit after watching this. Yeah. But yeah, expectations are high. Also, watching it, you know almost back to back to see whether it works almost as a, as a sequel yeah yeah yeah. I think that's I'm intrigued to see but yeah I'm really excited about this one I presume you've not seen it at the cinema before no or, no not this one Was no. it? what was the first one Living Daylight just Living Daylight yeah. and then all oh, yeah. since you've gone off that one obviously since uh... <laughs> no that still reigns yeah. Yeah. very high that one yeah. I think Harry though would put he'd put obviously Dot's nose got higher for him but from Bush with Love had got a lot higher since he watched them all back to back again and, and he was on the review but Matt, Matt in terms of uh, sorry from Much With Love what were your feelings on it sort of before doing the podcast and then how they evolved well I think 
I mean, I've, I've always really liked it. I think maybe, maybe as a child, it's not one you'd naturally go for first because it's a bit kind of maybe a bit quieter and a bit yeah. sort of a bit, you know, I don't know what, what the quite cat and mouse maybe yeah. compared to, you know, I don't know, you, you only live twice or Moonraker or something like that, which you, as a child, you, you're going to gravitate more towards. But I mean, I remember, um, yeah, you know, my, my mate's dad saying that it was his favourite and, and I don't know, I, I've just, I've become aware more and more as the years have gone by that how highly regarded this film is and, and I do also hold it very highly in my rankings or whatever. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing it and, you know, as Chris says, I'm really looking forward to seeing it having seen Doctor No in the yeah. same surroundings one week on and... And yeah, and just it's amazing. I think Harry Harry's mentioned this before. Just the different the chain, you know, the lo- locations and the sort of, I don't know the different story that that's involved. It's completely different to Doctor No, so it's amazing to go from one to the other. Yeah, I think when I don't know when we started doing the podcast, it was one maybe I'd seen a, f- a few times recently, but I hadn't because it isn't really that go-to Bond film in terms of formula Bond. I'd maybe thought of it as a subcategory, you know, like, a, that's a really good film, but I wouldn't necessarily... It's not... I mean, has Ernie seen it, Chris? Is it, is it a bit too... Yeah, it hasn't. I think because, because yeah. you know, Doctor No, he seems... I, I understand why they chose that for the first one, because it has all the elements. Yeah. It has exotic locations, yeah. you, know, you know, a really good villain, and it's quite a... Even though it is sort of a detective story, it's still quite easy to follow. Yeah. And, you know, it ends with a big set piece. Yeah. So I completely understand why they chose to do that and not, you know, Casino Royale or any other books. So I think from Russian with Love, again, it's more of the thriller. Yeah. So the first one's yeah. Yeah, is, so yeah. is more of a thriller. It has more politics involved. It's just, it, and, and it, it's much more, not convoluted, but it's, it's much more, a much more intricate kind of plot. And I think yeah. because of that, you know, I think you just, it's not one that you jump to. For me, in yeah. my head, there's the action bomb films and then there's the thriller bomb films. Yeah. And this definitely sits within that as, as one of the thriller ones. Yeah, I, I agree. I just got a bit of the chill then just thinking about some of the scenes we're going to watch. I know. What, I mean, what, anything you're particularly looking forward to on on the cinema that might be feel a bit more epic or a bit different? Oh, John Barry. Well, yeah. The first John yeah, Barry yeah, one, isn't yeah. it? Well, I, I was just thinking about stuff like the chess, the room, you know, where they're playing chess, because that's early on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the catacombs or whatever you're oh, thinking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Call Me Buona poster, all that. Oh. I don't know. I was, I've just been thinking about And obviously Flicky on the train. Like, yeah. I just... Oh, this was so, so exciting. <laughs> and uh, Cleb, you know, and oh, Graham, no. these characters. Yeah. Blofeld, first appearance yeah. of Blofeld. Yeah. Because yeah. we said, I think, Dr. No, he didn't realise that there is an awful lot of Bond's identity done in that film more than yeah. we realise and here now we're really we get the pre-title sequence I know it's short yeah. we've got John Barry we're going to get no Ken Adam though famously yeah. I'm afraid Sid, Kane. Des- Sid Kane's incredible Sid Desmond Truhelan oh yeah yes. Q yeah and the, the briefcase oh. Yeah. Oh, I think the crowd are going to the, the yeah. fans are going to love that one I yeah. think definitely <laughs> yeah um, we've just seen a couple who came last week season ticket holders now <laughs> well to be fair I mean it was it was com- they were coming out one a year, weren't they? So it's almost less of a wait. Oh, yeah. So it's almost what it must have felt like yeah. a bit, but a microcosm of. But yeah, right, we will, uh, we will head into the theatre and we'll, we'll let you know how we get on. 
Hey, this is Sam and I'm just uh, recording from sunny Salford today. I'm just about to get on the tram to go to the Odeon in Manchester to watch From Rush With Love. I saw Dr. No there last week and I really enjoyed that. Um, so I'm really intrigued about what From Russia With Love will be like. Everyone knows it's a great film anyway. It's definitely not a bad film at all. I'm really looking forward to seeing some of the elements in the film, specifically uh, the title sequence, basically anything in Istanbul, the sets, to hear John Barry's score. There's just a lot to look forward to about this film. And I can't think of anything better than going to the cinema to watch that on a Sunday. So I'm going to be going there very shortly and hopefully I can report positive news, which I'm pretty sure I will anyway. So yeah, I know the really 007 guys, uh, some of them watched it last night. Um, I'm sure they enjoyed it too. And yeah, I hope everyone who is going um, has a great time. So I will report back soon. So here I am at the Trafford Centre on a Tuesday night. Didn't think I'd be able to come and see from Russia with love. I'm supposed to be working, but the meeting got cancelled. Couldn't miss the opportunity. My intention was initially to just watch a few of them and share them out. But after seeing Doctor No on the screen last week, I'm going to have to try and get to as many as I can. This one is one of my favourites. It would have been probably my number one favourite Connery. But after my recent watch during having Covid, I'd say Goldfinger's just nipped that. But you know what? Seeing this on the big screen tonight, I'm just, I'm just so excited. For different reasons than Doctor No. I think when I thought about Doctor No, it's seeing Jamaica on the big screen and the colour palette of Jamaica is obviously so bright. Istanbul is a lot greyer, but what I'm so excited about with regards to Istanbul is being drawn into this sense of espionage. I've always loved that part of the film, but seeing this and it being immersed in this on a big screen, I'm just absolutely buzzing about this. And of course hearing John Barry through surround sound in a cinema. I just can't wait for those first notes. Those... Oh, and we're going to just be absolutely taken away. But you don't want to hear me talking about what I'm excited about. So I'll shut up and I'll give you my thoughts later when I've seen the film. here with Jack again. Oh, hello. Hi, Jack. Right, you, you've just seen your second James Bond film in two weeks, haven't you, at the cinema? Yeah. And this one was from Rush With Love, so what did you think about it? I mean, it's still good, because it's James Bond. But? And I like James <laughs> Bond, but, again, it was fake. It was, what do you mean it was fake? But... Like, when he was driving, though, it's like, side to side, you'd be swerving. You'd be going straight. <laughs> And what, does that really put you off, though? Yeah, yeah. kind of does. What about the fight, though, on the train? You must oh, have liked fight, that. that was good. That yeah. was good. And were you scared that Bond might, might get beaten at one stage? No, no. no. I know he always wins, except for no time to die. Yes, exactly, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can never be sure again. But, yeah, how, how does it rate compared to Doctor No? Which is your favourite of those two? I couldn't really pick. Yeah? Do, do you like Sean Connery, though, as Bond? Yeah. Yeah? You enjoy it? <laughs> yeah, I like all of them. Right, okay. But your favourite is Daniel Craig. Yeah, because I was born. Like, yeah, then, yeah. And I've seen all of his. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which ones have you seen at the cinema then? Have you seen uh, the I've last seen No couple? Time to Die. What else did we see? Um, Might be very young, but it was the, they don't come out very often now. Very well. 
don't think you've seen any of those. You're not, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. So did you guys all enjoy it? Tonight. Yeah, yeah. Like it, yeah. Oh, do you? Is it one of your favourite ones? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's more, it's more the books, it? Yes. Yeah. 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 The story was better this one. So it is very different to the, the later ones, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. More stripped down and yeah, yeah. a spy thriller, isn't it? Really? Yeah. 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 I like it better that way. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I first like the older ones as well more do you? Yeah. than the recent ones. Yeah. Who's your favourite one? Mine's Roger Moore, but. Oh well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> debatable as it. As I know he's say. not your favourite. No, he's not my favourite. I think he's more of a like he like a total like a Taylor's comedy, you know, he's active, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's a smarmy bond, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, yeah. He does it differently. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So are you going to be? No, there's old way about Jim Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Old, so, um, yeah. And it fitted the time, didn't it, yeah, well, when he was around? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so are you going to be watching Goldfinger then? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, well, yeah, you'll see it a few times. Like where? Where are we going to watch it? Here, possibly. We don't know. We'll see. You're excited about that one, though. You, you must like the odd job yeah. and yeah. the fights with him and all the heart, that. The heart. The heart. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. I've got the steel ring in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, we might see no, you no, next week, possible. maybe. I think a couple of us well, will be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we like chatting to you, Jack. Yeah. I hope so. The youngest Bond fan we have, I think. Hey guys, it's Steve Spring here. Literally just got back from seeing From Russia with Love. Um, just sat on my drive now, getting ready to go into the house. So, very early thoughts. It's obviously fantastic. It's my favourite Sean film anyway. Seeing it on the big screen was great experience it's a shame there wasn't more people there there was about eight of us in total and it was a big screen as well so it's a pity there wasn't more there was more for Doctor No actually in midweek which again was a fantastic experience Sean again showing why he's the best every time he's on the screen again Robert Shaw up against him that train fight on the big screen is just wonderful to see it was the highlight of the film for me I've, I've really enjoyed the last two films the fact that they're quite slow and you get time to sort of settle into the location and be with the character and follow them on this adventure which I think modern films are quite quick sometimes and jump around a bit too much so it's nice to see films that are a bit older that take their time. I wasn't planning on seeing, well to be fair I wasn't planning on watching any Bond films this year, I was on a bit of a Bond break after the last few years. To be fair the only thing that probably would have got me to watch a Bond film at the moment was them being back at the cinema so it's probably a good job that they put them all on and I'm very pleased they have so this is starting to reignite my love for the Bond series again, starting from the very beginning. And yeah, I didn't plan on seeing them all. I'd seen a couple of them, Goldfinger and On a Magic Secret Service. Other than that, it was The World Is Not Enough onwards for me. So I've got plenty to see that I haven't seen before on the big screen. And I'm really looking forward to, to be fair, all of them, let's be honest. So let's see how I go. Keep up the great work, guys, and speak soon. Bye. Trevor Baxendale gave us his thoughts before going into the cinema to see From Russia With Love. I'm outside the Odeon Cinema now. I'm just about to go in and see From Russia With Love on the big screen for the very first time. I've lost count of the number of times I've seen this over the years on TV and video, DVD, Blu-ray. But I think the very first time I saw it would have been its ITV premiere in about 1976, 75, 76. Made a big impression on me then with uh, James Bond's 
briefcase with his gun and knife and gold sovereigns and of course Red Grant's garroting watch. So looking forward to this a lot. If you're enjoying Really 007, why not follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram? Look us up at Really 007 Pod. If you do not, you will be shot! So I've just walked out of the cinema after watching From Russia With Love. Um, amazing film, really, really amazing, and I think the cinema does it more justice. Um, 100%. I've always enjoyed the film, but it's always been a bit not difficult to watch, but I always just prefer a lot of the others. It really holds its own. You know, Pedro Armendariz, for example, is just made for the big screen. You know, he's so magnet- magnetic when he's up there. Same for all the principal cast members. Um, just really, really amazing on that. Some of my favourite things on this watch really included Connery's performance. There's just a lot of natural elements there, which I think really just makes him feel like more of a character. So, for example, when Q's explaining the Atashi case and how to open it, and then he's like, have you got that? And then Connery's like, yes, I think so. And he does it, and he says it with a little bit of a laugh. Like, he's kind of, you know, thinking about how extraordinary everything is. And there's a couple of other moments like that as well, where it's like, like when the uh, consulate explosion happens and he's like he's laughing at how absurd everything is like how absurd his life is so that that was really fun just the whole you know 60s element of it really you know comes out in this as well just seeing everything hearing everything just the style is just so on point and just feels very bond so that was really great i'm just trying to think other initial thoughts after that Music, lovely. It's just great to hear John Barry's score, and it is a really strong score for his first Bond as well. Everything was great with that. And yeah, just visually stunning. These 4K, you know, outputs, so, you know, it's just really extraordinary to see everything that we can see on there. I mean, I, I noticed um, Grant's bad wig when it was the obvious stunt double on the train fight. More more this time. Um, so that is funny. Everything was great and I absolutely loved it and I can't wait uh, to watch more of these films. I did watch Goldfinger at the Prince Charles Cinema in January, but I think I may be watching it again whilst it's out in cinemas next week. So yeah, thank you and I will be back with more, I hope. Wow. <laughs> I'm absolutely speechless. Uh, I've just got into my car and I genuinely cannot believe the experience I've just had. I'm going to try and process my thoughts. I hope it's not too rambly. I think the first thing that I'll say is that I was... I don't think I've ever felt like taken into a world. I don't think I can ever remember like ever being taken into a world of a film like I was then. I felt like I was on the train with them. Shots like when Connery's on his knees and and you see the all you see is Robert Shaw and and it's look I'm I'm facing Robert Shaw at that moment. The espionage in Istanbul, the scene I got it completely wrong about the grey palette. There was some unbelievable colour that just came through in Istanbul. It was absolutely stunning. The sound, wow, that was loud. It was so loud. And it was incredible. I mean, 
I, I adored Dr. No last week, don't get me wrong, but what a John Barry score does in a cinema is just... It just takes your breath away. There wasn't that many people there. I'd say probably about 20, 30 people. But you go to a cinema and you... Sometimes these days, you know, people get distracted and they're talking or fidgeting. It was just stunned silence for two hours straight. When we look at the characters, I mean, Connery is so easy. He He's not, like, playing it as the... Um, the film star Bond, as I like to call him in Goldfinger. But it's the perfected version of a spy. And he is sensational. But, again, massive props to my boy Robert Shaw. The scenes on the train are, at this moment in time, I'm going to say my favourite. Them or the Majesty's Ski scenes are my favourite scenes in the whole of the franchise. And that fight, was unbelievable. You felt every single bump and crash in that cinema. And I just, like, I don't know, I've probably missed absolutely loads out that other people will cover, but I just need to just say again, and it's what everyone thinks, we are so blessed that cinemas are putting these films on for the 60th anniversary. Because I've seen two films in the last week, that I must have seen genuinely 30 plus times each. And yet I have felt like I have seen a complete new film each time. And I just can't wait for the next one. Just thank you, Odeon. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you, View. Thank you, Eon, for agreeing it. And just thank you for James Bond. Just out from seeing From Russia With Love. Absolutely brilliant. Loved it. On the big screen, how it's meant to be seen. Nice, crisp, sharp, colourful, loud. Everything I wanted from it. The location filming looks especially good around the Basilica Sistan and the Hagia Sophia are particularly uh, beautiful and come across really well on the cinema screen. But I think the thing that stuck out for me most was how incredibly claustrophobic the fight between Grant and Bond is 
on the train uh, when seen in the darkened confines uh, of the cinema. So all in all, I think the film is uh, as transformed uh, on the big screen as Dr. No was for me. And I'm so glad I've had the opportunity to see these films uh, in the way in which they were intended. Great friend of the podcast, John Orty, also known as Behind the Stunts, and his mates Bob Foster and Kieran Brown went to watch From Rush With Love in Derby and now hear their thoughts on this classic Bond film. So, From Russia With Love, thoughts on seeing it for the first time on the big screen. I have seen it on a screen, but not that big and not a print of that quality uh, before. And it is an excellent print, probably a digital quality. There's no issues with the sound at all. Even the DVD version that I own, I don't have Blu-ray, but even the DVD version that I own looks cloudy in comparison to this particular version. Initial thoughts were the noise of the mask that is taken off the imposter, the imposter bond at the start, is so loud. It's like this rubber glove being lifted off a wet hand. And also Karim Bey's female friend in his office, who is uh, kissing him when the, when the limpet mine goes off, whines like a cat, which I've never really noticed before. Karim <laughs> Bey! And she does all this stuff. Anyway, but I never really noticed that. But you really, you're attuned to the, obviously, the, the picture quality and the sound quality. The other thing I noticed tonight, the first time, really, during the helicopter attack, uh, which I think has been mentioned already, but there's a cue in there from Dr. No, and I found it very interesting to think that why... If John Barry is now in charge of the music, would they still leave that in? You know, surely there would be something or there would be an alternative piece that could be composed for that. Venice, Istanbul look gorgeous. They've really cleaned up the quality. You you look at it in, in, in later pictures and you think, wow, that looks amazing, but it really looks spectacular there. The other thing I noticed, which there has to be some fight reference in it, but not the train fight. I'm fully aware of the train fight. It looks magnificent. But when Rosa Klebb meets Red Grant at Spectre Island and she hits him in the stomach with that knuckle duster she really hits him in the stomach with a knuckle duster he there's no punch pulled there there's no clever camera angle that says don't worry we'll film it from over here and they'll never know that she's actually made contact she really makes contact and I urge you if you haven't seen it or haven't obviously looked at it in the same way that I looked at it last night study Robert Shaw's face his face says everything. When she makes contact, his face contorts. It really has got him. He seems fit enough. Well, yes, it would be after that, love, to be honest with you. That was, some, again, something I hadn't spotted. And one thing that now has been playing on my mind since last night's screening is um, how absolutely stunning Daniela Bianchi is. Oh, my goodness. How did I miss this? You know, I, I, maybe you, you put it into you put everything in categories. In certain cases, you think, well, it's a '60s Bond and blah, etc., etc. And there are women in the '60s movies who I just I think are spectacular, and I never really put Daniela into that category. But seeing her on screen last night in 4K, and she's absolutely delicious. So uh, hands down to the casting there. She's certainly raced up the list of my favourite Bond girls. No toys about that. 
the titles were the only thing that I thought were quite interesting. I'm a fan of the titles, obviously, but I got quite—I found them quite distracting last night with all the belly dancing and tassel twirling that was going on. It distracted me from reading the names on the screen. I've never really noticed that before. Never very peculiar that you spot these things. But, yeah, I'm really pleased with it. And I must say, it was great to see plenty of people there last night as well. It, was, it wasn't a full house, by any state of the imagination, but it was, it, it was pretty much full. So that was nice. It was nice to see that many people who come out on a Tuesday to see a Bond movie which is nearly 50 years old. So that was really nice. And I am going to see some of the others. I think certainly my next one is going to be You Only Live Twice and then definitely Diamonds after that. And we'll see how it goes. But I enjoyed it enormously. Hi. Just a brief note on the 4K restoration of From Russia With Love, which I saw yesterday at the Odeon Derby. I won't say anything about the storyline as it's been done elsewhere to death. I can't wait to see every one of these films now after seeing this one. the Every single scene looks more vibrant right the way through, in particular the uh, fight between... Grant and Bond in the train. It was extremely intense and also the gypsy fight. It's almost like seeing it for the first time. Daniela Bianchi's beauty shone throughout this film. It, it's, it's, it's almost as if you are seeing it for the first time. And even I noticed Rosa Klebb, picture of her when she was, it showed her in close-up, you could almost see the makeup brush strokes on her face. That, that's about it. It's every single scene, as I said before, every single scene is more vibrant, and I cannot wait to see the rest of the series, all, all, especially all of the Conneries. From Usher With Love 2022 4K cinematic re-release. Here are some of my feelings, sentiments and thoughts on the presentation in which I indulged last night. Honestly, this is a film where, well, a film that I hold very close to my heart. From Russia With Love was the first ever introduction for me to Bond, the wonderful world of Bond. It was my first ever glimpse of the super spy. I cannot remember how old I was, where I was, what I was doing. All I remember was Connery, James Bond, in the confines of the Spectre Island garden. But of course, it doesn't turn out to be Bond, it turns out to be someone imitating James Bond. But that clip, those clips in the garden, those images, those moments, they're the first that I experienced and they're the earliest memories that I have of Bond. So it's a film that sits very, it sits very close to my heart and I hold very close to me. I absolutely love this film. I adore this film, actually. I just, I honestly, I love the story. I love the simplicity. I just love the fact that it's a gritty spy thriller. There's the right amount of action, drama, romance, etc. But it's a very gritty spy thriller. I just think the pacing of it works very well. It just flows naturally, and I love it. And one of the biggest things that I love about this film is Connery. I just think his performance is superb. It's my favourite Connery performance. I think he carries himself so well. I mean, we've had Doctor No, where he was introduced, and he literally hit the ground running, let's be honest. I feel he did anyway. But for me, From Russia With Love is really where he starts to find his feet. And I love it. I think it's the most engaging performance that Connery gives as 007 throughout his tenure. I think it's the film... I don't know. It's, 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 I think he looks so comfortable 
within the role. I think he looks at his most comfortable with Goldfinger. That's another film altogether. But there's something about Goldfinger, I don't know, it just, it's not the complete package. It is, it is the complete package on paper, but for me, For Rush With Love is the complete package, performance that Connery gives. So I think he carries this film. Wonderful supporting cast. I love dear Pedro Armideras. I mean, he is, he's such a great supporting character. And you really feel his loss when, obviously, Kerim meets his demise. Fantastic villains, obviously, Blofeld is introduced for the very first time. Spectre was touched upon with Dr. No, and this is the first time we really get to see the organisation as a whole and what it's all about and for what it stands. I just, I, and, and of course, Red Grant, what a great villain. I mean, I love Robert Shaw. I just think this film has got so many wonderful elements. John Barry, you know, composing the soundtrack for the very first time. He worked on Dr. No. He performed the James Bond theme, him and his orchestra. But this is the first time, obviously, he gets hands-on with the score. And I absolutely adore this soundtrack. I mean, there are some elements which are some of my favourite musical elements of the entire franchise. James Bond with bongos, absolutely adore that music. And... Again, I was chatting about this with dear friends, John Orty, Bob Foster. When they use the cues from Dr. No a couple of occasions throughout this film, I personally really enjoy that. I think it's a wonderful contribution. It just touches back to the first film and links them, essentially. I just think it's a lovely little touch. It's the little things in life. But, um, no, overall, a wonderful immersive experience. This is how these films were meant to be seen, on the big screen, illustriously. And the fact that we're being treated to 4K presentations, I just think we're being spoiled. It's, it's almost perfection. I say almost. For me, as a completist, I would love to have seen 67 Casino and Never Say Never within this run, cinematic run of films. This is our chance to see every single adventure on the big screen. It's a wonderful presentation. If it is still showing at any venues around the UK, do go and see it. You won't be disappointed. For me, the picture quality, I mean, it is, it is fantastic. Dr. No did have the edge for me, but this was still, it certainly wasn't disappointing. There we go. That's my little contribution. Thank you for listening. I hope I've not bored you all too much. Have a good day and happy bonding. Okay, wow. So, two bomb films down. That one felt a bit, you know, maybe not as much impact because... Dr. No, just seeing it for the first time as a new old film. But my word, yet again, it's just like to sit down for two hours on the big screen, you get such an amazing thrill from it. I do, anyway. But Chris, first of all, how did, how did you find just, just seeing it properly oh, on the big screen? Yeah, I think, I think all these films will really sort of benefit from seeing on the, on the you know, like say, the, the sound and the, the, yeah. the picture is just, you know, amazing. And, and also, there's about going to the cinema and seeing it with, with, with people. I think it's a great experience. I think that, you know, from a short, it's such a superb film. But I just, I just found it really interesting, you know, with Dr. No so fresh in my mind and kind of like, oh, still like reeling from seeing it and what it was like watching this this evening is just, how oh, great of a director. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking that a lot yeah. tonight. Just, I was thinking. They feel like, yeah. it feels like it, it's clearly a sequel, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't, you know, you could have not seen Dr. No and just making a difference. But they seem similar, but so totally different. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the way it's shot, the way that, you know, it just feels like a very different film, which I'd never really thought until seeing it, you know, on, on the big screen, because, you, like I say, just it's in the forefront of my mind. 
but yeah, I think it still stands up as just like one of the greatest Bond films. I think it's just good right. seeing all the. the <laughs> I think it also just illustrates just how amazing, how, just how well directed it is. Like that fight scene again. I was like nervous. Oh yeah, the yeah. Tension yeah. is amazing in that scene, and it is just and to, again, Connery. The sets it feels so different because they're in such a they're in another exotic location, but yeah. it feels so different yeah. to the, you know being in Jamaica and just the way it's shot, the feel of it. It feels like it's bustling and really busy as compared yeah, to Jamaica, yeah. which feels quite empty at times, apart from you know the the, the, the Pusfellas club and stuff. So. Yeah, I think, you know, it's it's from which we love, it's, you know, top tier Bond and it was amazing to see it on the big screen and, and to hear, you know, Barry's score and the 007 oh. theme and stuff. Yeah, that was it new was as well, I forgot about that, yeah. Because, yeah. of course, he, he did both of them, didn't he, to sort of, mm-hmm. as a, my this is definitely my own one, yeah. just in case. I don't know whether that was done for money, but... <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. But that, that, just seeing that, first of all, that, you know, the pre-title sequence and I know it's short but it's so effective isn't it and the colours of that I think what you said about Quarrel in the nighttime colouring yeah. with the dragon and this like the nighttime yeah, moonlight the isn't it shot, yeah. yeah and, and like so clear with the, when they get off the train yeah yeah I've seen versions of it where it looks so much lighter yeah it does it doesn't feel yeah, like yeah, it's at yeah. night yeah the colouring of these are, I mean they're all going to be brilliant now I think but yeah, yeah and the, Matt, the, the title sequence, I thought, you know, and the music, that's the first real big John Barry yeah, score, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, because, you know, for Doctor No, you get that, you know, it's a brilliant title uh, yeah. sequence, but, um, yeah, but for this, I don't know, you, again, you feel it's, it's getting closer to what you think of as, as yeah. the most, you know, kind of iconic Bond um, openings. And, yeah, and... and I love the um, the instrumental of the From Russia with Love song, perhaps more than the song itself, actually. But yeah, I, I, I more Bond the yeah. arrangement, maybe. Isn't it? And then it goes yeah. into the Bond yeah. thing, it's absolutely <laughs> so brilliant, good. and then you're in there, you know, yeah. and, then, yeah. and then then what's next? And it's, it's so good, I mean, you, you, um, you leaned over to me and said, Bond hasn't even been in it yet, and, you know, Quite we, were, a bit, we, were, yeah. we were well into it, because, yeah. of course, it isn't Bond, yes. Sean Connery had been in Sean it. Sean Connery, yeah. Yeah. Oh, just just fantastic. Connery again. We said how good he was mm-hmm. last time, but he's just properly in the role. He's maybe slightly slightly more light-hearted. He's like enjoying yes, his yeah. job, but he's still he's a proper secret mm. agent, isn't he? That is still the main thing. I don't know. I, I think maybe I watching it this time, like you said, Chris, the, the Terence Young came out, some of the shots, like particularly when Grant's introduced, him mm-hmm. sort of lurking in the background. I mean, the shot on the train is yeah. fabulous, isn't it? And mm. just to stage that shot when you first see him in the background, a bit like Winston Kidd on the on the uh, mm. the boat at the end. Mm. That's a fantastic with all those extras and everything. Yeah. I th- yeah, I'm absolutely hooked on it again. Have you? When was the last time you saw it? About a year ago, actually. Yeah. Okay. Watching this. But after we reviewed it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, we're on holiday and we were looking on TV, so we rented, oh, right. rented it. Oh, brilliant. Oh, that's what you're on, though. But again, like you mentioned about that, that, that opening, I can't get over what it must yeah. what it must have been like going to see Doctor Now and like, this is this amazing new character, mm. this amazing new film, and then to go and watch the sequel and he gets killed in yeah, the yeah. first like, two minutes. Yeah. 
And like you know, obviously, yeah, you're yeah. not the audience aren't stupid, but to, to be like, oh, what is happening? Yeah, they don't understand. What yeah, like, yeah, really, you know, throws yeah. you. And I think that yeah, it must have been such an amazing experience seeing them today, not knowing you're know, coming into yeah. fresh, not knowing. Yeah, but immediately, you know, that scene, Grant makes a really striking entrance. Yeah, yeah. and you know, even even your, I don't know, your average, just your average, yeah, not diminishing people yeah. here but your average cinema goer is sort of thinking somewhere in their mind the real Bond's going to have to face it face yes. at some point yeah yeah like Scaramanga in the front yeah yeah. 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 yeah it is like that yeah and a bit like Winston Kidd I keep going on about them they're lurking in the background mm-hmm. the whole time yeah. Bond never sees them but when so when he does see them he yeah. doesn't know who they yeah, are that's true and and that I found that quite disturbing you know how they sort of when he gets on the train posing as Nash. I always feel sorry for Nash. Yeah. It's so sad, isn't it? <laughs> I know you don't The real Nash. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And his voice is, he puts on more of a cut yeah, glass yeah. sense, doesn't he? Because yeah. yeah. always the, yeah. even, even though he's, he's a baddie with Spetzer, so you know, he can be English. Yeah. You know, yeah. Not, yeah. They, they are double agents, you yeah. know. And I like that Bond, I always like that Bond picks up on the fact that he is like money driven. Yeah, like, yeah. You see the bit where yeah. he takes the money off, you know. Yeah, money yeah. Off. Now, does he take the money off originally? He takes the pile of money, doesn't he? He pockets that. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously he then starts, you know, offers in the, the, the gold and stuff. And it's like, ah, oh, you can see that weakness in it. Yeah. It's like, actually, he's money grabbing. At one stage, I thought, was he going to go to pay, you know, the, the 50 gold sovereigns? Mm. Oh, right, well, I won't kill you if you just give me the yeah, gift. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he no, doesn't, almost. does he? Yeah. No, no, no. He, he, it's just This is just bonus. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that, that's the thing, yeah. I, I was thinking about that, that he's not, he's not doing it because he believes that what Spectre are doing no. is morally right, you know, or... No, that no. Their, you know, their philosophy, their ideology, you should say, is... He's, he's like a... He's an incredibly skilled yeah. killer. A psychopath as well, so, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, but doing it for, doing it for money... But he does enjoy it. Oh, he does. But I think yeah, he, that's yeah, he mainly because it's it's easy for him. But Bond's yeah. a real challenge. And he's oh yeah, well yeah. For so the, so therefore you believe yeah. you believe that bit where he's you know he's not killing him straight away. That's often something that's criticised. Yeah, yeah, Bond. yeah. But you can you can. He's got a the, gun in front of him. Yeah, he's in, yeah. a, he's in a cabin. He's, yeah, yeah. And, and the silencer is needed. Something else I wanted to mention was the um, you know the gypsy sequence. Oh which, yeah, yeah. Really interestingly, doesn't happen in 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 Doctor No this it's different that a big kind of a big sequence big action sequence is fairly early on yeah, in the film it's the biggest one in the film isn't it yeah yeah, yeah it is it is and what what a terrific scene that is yeah fantastic people you know it wasn't a common complaint that that gypsy scene dragged but I mean I, I, I never find that no that, that is that, has, that is really saying, yeah I don't know whether they mean just the beginning but, belly dance and yeah. stuff but I don't once know once again you're brought into this incredible world that yeah you know it's bigger Characters. than Bond this film maybe more than any other there's so much going on that's yeah, bigger there is, than Bond there is. these people who are watching yeah. these people there's this feud with this person and you know Bond's dropped into it in this espionage yeah it's not Bond centric at all no it? no it's, it's not story centric and yeah. it is there's a lot to take in you know I, I know a load of the ones that I particularly love the John Glenn ones they are pretty complicated but you can just throw them on and this you really actually have to concentrate (laughs) to enjoy because there's not some sort of silly scene in the middle to Mm. just keep you entertained isn't it you've got to you've got to be concentrated to enjoy it 
the catacombs and all that underneath, yeah. and that was yeah, lovely. Yeah. I, the, one, one of the things that was harrowing that I, I did realise a bit more was that Pedro Almendares was limping quite a lot. Yeah, I yeah. noticed that. And yeah. I know Tones Young doubled for him a bit, didn't he, and stuff. You know, for the long shots, yeah. he used to run. Bless him, yeah. He, had, he like, had a stick to get off onto the I know, yeah. thing, but... He's so good. He, no, he doesn't look ill at all, though, does he? I mean, it's incredible. He's, he really yeah. is. It's such a Fantastic. memorable character, isn't it? He, he is, yeah, yeah. Eye, you know, one of the greats. He, I think since we did the review from Russia Love, we did the Best Henchman episode, and he, he won it. Best Alex. Sorry, uh, yeah. best, well, sorry, Red Grant won Best Henchman, and yeah. uh, Karen Bay won Best Allies, yeah. yeah. Well, so, I don't know when, when we do, we didn't do, oh yeah, Bond Girls was um, Tracy, um, just about, I think. Mm. Yeah. Uh, beating Vesper, but Tatiana, yeah. I'd, I, I, yeah. I, I, she never gets taught about it. I think she's really good. Yeah, yeah. She's so, she's, she it's goes difficult from being play, quite, yeah, that she's sort of quite, like, she seems naive to be yeah. with, and then actually, she's, I don't know, like, she's quite, you know, she's really playful and she's yeah. really engaging on the screen as well. Mm, yes, she, she is, yeah. She's yeah, so yeah. likeable and she you is. really want her to, to, you know, there is that kind of, you just think, oh, she does, she's like, oh, I love you, James, mm. I love you, and that kind of thing it's, it becomes quite annoying. But actually watching it, she's, yeah. it's, it's a genuinely great performance and she's just very likeable and I'm, you know, yeah. and, and you do sort of feel sorry for how poorly she's treated by everyone. Yeah, yeah. But again, there's another another real kind of civilian. Yeah, he saves yeah. Bond. She end. does. Yeah, she yeah, doesn't come yeah. back into the hotel room. Yeah, he's a goner. How's he gonna get out of that? Yeah. <laughs> and she's the one who shoots him like Domino. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's early on. You, you know, he kills. Okay, he kills Doctor No. Goldeneye. Yeah. Sorry, Goldfinger. He doesn't really kill himself, does he? I mean, but he, well, sort of, but it, you know. Sh- yeah, the window gets yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the moment, he's not really. Yeah, well, he's killed Grant. He doesn't kill Blofeld yeah. in the other twice. Yeah. On a matter he doesn't kill. So he's not doing great, is he? Yeah, Blofeld. Diamonds off from no. He kills Winston Kidd. Yeah, yeah. It's generally the henchman of yeah. the. Yeah. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, yeah, in terms of Tatiana, I think in the review, Math, we, we did mention at some point, do we think she is actually in love with Bond? Do you think she is, though? I, I think so. Certainly by the end, so much so that she risks her life because she could have, if she didn't love him or didn't have extremely strong feelings for him, yeah. she could have just gone away with the lecture and, yeah. and she risks you know, her life as well. Yeah, she, yeah, she does. So you know, she's got some seriously strong feelings for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah and she's definitely worth. You know, maybe there is a bit of you know finding out what the end goal is which, which is I can go and start a new life in yeah, England yeah, yeah. But I think she genuinely has feelings for it you, you know like yeah to say that she's in love I think that's you know you yeah can, well you can, you can just because she yeah, says it yeah, yeah, yeah exactly it's like she, yeah. she can have feelings for him be, affect, you know, be fond of him or affectionate but it ultimately you know this is a way out for her to start a new life yeah, yeah. And, and, and can see you know that he is going to be able to sort of give her that but I think that's that, that, again, I think that's what we were discussing about, like, living daylights, you know, like, yeah, just, yeah. you know, like, with Cara, I think she's... It's similar in a way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. there is that. Civilian. Yeah, civilian. in the middle. And the, 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 there, is, there is a bond there, you know, yeah. it might not be the love of his life or her life, but they are in love or have feelings for yeah. each yeah. other during that, yeah. that period that they're together. They don't ditch each other or yeah. betray and each other. I think that, um, 
there's a genuine. I think there's great chemistry between them, yeah. and you know, and like I say, that affection is is really strong. I think she's again. You always think she's a bit of a kind of a bit of a drippy kind of yeah. Bond girl. She's, she's <laughs> no, 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 no. I think she's, she's a great character because she's believable. Someone again, a civilian who's dragged into all this mess and being manipulated by loads of different people, and yeah. then somehow steps up in the end. Yeah, she's a great character. Inspector, so oh, good, aren't they? You know, the, building on that yeah. as well. The the doom, 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 so good. Yeah, scary. And you know, like like we were saying before, Doctor No is obviously this more detective story where Bond's, you know, yeah. Bond and following the clues. through Bond. Yeah, following the clues of what's going on. In this film, from the start, we know what we know. It's Spectre, and that they're yeah, yeah, that's right. It's totally to. different. Yeah, uh, and you've got this the threat Blofeld, which is just. Brilliant yeah. and you know oh, just so good with the different you know with Kronstein a international class, chess player yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Claire but like these people from different worlds all in this same yeah. such good characters they're so memorable know, every yeah. character aren't they yeah. they really are yeah. they couldn't but it, like, it makes the world so big yeah yeah and honestly that you can dip into that and you know that like you say yeah. oh like there's like they're all moles having they're not just like oh I'm a you know my day job is a baddie yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah they have right. lives and they also have yeah. to work you know yeah. for this organisation you know I, I just think it's, it's so great and as a kid I've never really gave it I didn't really notice the whole like number three number no, five no, no. the ranking you know yeah. and, and I never and it's only obviously now you watch it you know like actually and that's the other thing seeing the cinema is that find yourself really concentrating and giving it the time yeah the amount of times you put on a bond film it's just yeah it's not playing in the background but you you're so familiar with it yeah sometimes yes. it just washes over you as opposed to actually <coughs> listening to the dialogue and, yeah. and listening to yeah. the plot and stuff and following it but yeah it's um, and it, I, it the more fashionable again those kind of espionage films and mm. tv series i think and it it i don't know it it does feel very uh, does feel different again each one is different mm. isn't it and mm. the style of it the pacing and everything it is like you said Chris a thriller isn't it mm. it's you've, you, there's no sort of let up but it's never it's never sort of silly it doesn't sort of descend into any of that it's a, a genuine thriller that ends quite does it end up quite abruptly do you think or do, I think that I, well I, it's just that, that shot in Venice isn't it I don't yeah, know yeah and I think I'm trying to sort of watch it as if I like you know that that film was made for the audience of its time yeah, so, yeah. so that's what the they wanted the audience of that time to, and that's what the, the ex, what the audience also expect you know like for a long time you go and watch a film as soon as the body's dead the film ends <laughs> it's almost yeah, credit yeah. roll kind yeah. of, and that was until like the 90s now i think we expect more kind of time to be given out and think that is necessarily no. a good thing but no I don't think it ends abruptly I, I can understand why people like and I think we discussed that and I think John brought it up you know this like, the, really the film ends on the train with, with Grant yes. and, yeah. and then you get these couple of other kind of set mm. pieces I understand that complaint but for, for me it just adds to that they've got to get out of there yeah they? the struggle mm. of and yeah. here's another obstacle and just how, yeah. how hard it is to, yeah. for them to, 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 to for this journey to complete it but yeah, it ends. It ends on a yeah. on a, mm. a lighter note, and I think that's what you want because it is quite. A, I, I think it's quite, even though the yeah, quips and humour is it's quite a heavy film. It is. Yeah, 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 yeah there's a lot to follow, yeah. and you know, yeah. there's a lot going on, and you know there's there's characters that you really like who are killed off, and 
yeah. you know I think compared to, to some of the later ones I think it is you know it needs that at the end that, that kind of almost like wink to camera type yeah 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 it's true right well we will uh, we will go home and we'll digest it more but thoroughly loved watching From Us With Love at the cinema mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we some of us will be back for Goldeneye next week and Goldfinger oh, I keep saying <laughs> I've said that twice now, haven't I <laughs> lost it yeah Goldfinger Good night, lads. Good night. Good night. Don't forget to check out our mammoth from Russia with Love review, available on iTunes and Spotify. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.